Welcome to the North Lakes Podcast. Today we talk to Ashley Goresco about dental outreach. She is a dental outreach manager and oversees the program in our eastern region. She'll be talking to me, Jeremy Oswald, and I'm a marketing and communications specialist working out of the city of Ashland. Let's meet Ashley. Thanks for having me today. Um, my name is, like you said, Ashley Garisco. I am a dental outreach manager here at North Lakes, and we oversee our dental outreach program across northern Wisconsin. And you're in Lakewood? Correct. Yes, I have an office in our Lakewood administrative building. Which I, uh, you know, I, and I, I'm up in Washburn and Ashland. Okay. So it's, uh, it's always nice to see someone from so far away. We've gotten large enough that, you know, we've never met. So this is a great way <laughs> for us to get together and get to know each other. And uh, we met in the middle. We're at our Hurley Clinic. Yes, yes. Beautiful Hurley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's they're paving the parking lot today. So I hopefully, know. That's exciting. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, hopefully we won't hear any of that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tell me about, uh, we're going to talk about dental outreach. Uh, what? So what do you do with the program? So I oversee, our dental outreach program is broken into two regions. We have an eastern and a western region, and I oversee all of our eastern. Um, But we have teams of hygienists and assistants, and I help with the scheduling for them in our school programs, our daycare programs, our WIC office programs, and get them all set up for schedules and do our mobile dental program. And Wicks, women, infants, and children? Correct, correct. So we go into county offices and do some of our treatments right in the county offices when families come into the WIC department. Oh, I didn't know you guys worked with them. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But so that's kind of what you do. Sounds like you're one of the two coordinators of the whole yep. program. Yep. But um, I, I, I've been around enough to kind of know about dental outreach. I think at one time it was called Seal a Smile. Yes. But now we call it dental outreach. And, and kind of in a nutshell, what is it? So in a nutshell, it's pretty much dentistry on wheels. So we have all portable dental equipment, a lot of the same things you would see in a dental office, the chair that lays back, the chairs that the dentist sits in, the equipment that does the air, the water, except it's all portable. So our chairs fold up into bags, go in vans, trunks of cars. We have totes and carts where we just move all of our equipment from school to school. Um, Again, like I said, daycares, head starts, and we offer preventative dental services right where the kids are versus parents having to bring them to us. So we go right in and see the kids and interact with them, do education with them, do fluoride treatments. We do sealants. We do pretty much sealants and fluoride. And I... Well, I'm still stuck on that. You fold up all this gear and put it in there. I guess I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, I want to know about the gear. Love to attach pictures. Yes, yeah, right. So, uh, but you're able, like, did we come up with this idea? Or is, like, this, like, this stuff exists and we just had to buy it? Or So, this how, how stuff do... exists. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of people, like, haven't seen it. So, it's kind of hard to picture. Seal a Smile as a whole has existed for quite some time. It's a state-run program. Wisconsin, state of Wisconsin runs it. So there have been programs. Um, I originally had started with Northern Health Center, so I've been doing Seal a Smile in our local area since 2011. And I believe that North Lake started theirs like 2012 right after. So it has been in existence pre-2011, but it has definitely grown in our own region and many other regions since then with 
Department of Health and Human Services being involved and Children's Health Alliance and Delta Dental. So with all of that extra backing, it has just really grown across the state. So it's a, a, a kind of state-run program that we administer for them, or we have some sort of relationship with the yep, state that yep. we do we this? Yeah, we do grants through Children's Health Alliance and DHS to do this. We have to report our data to them, how many kids we see, statistics as far as how many kids have cavities and things like that, so that they have all that useful data you know, firsthand. These kids were actually seen. It's not an assumption or anything like that. So we work under them or for them to a certain extent and give them our data and they give us grant funding as far as expanding programs and getting more of our portable equipment and things like that. So, uh, I mean, you just, you, you, you go into the school and treat kids like they're going to the dentist, except mm-hmm. the dentist goes to school, but it's not, I guess I shouldn't say dentist. It's dental care. Correct. Correct. Our program, it's an amazing program. It's a great preventative program. It's an extra layer of protection for kids. Um, but we always like to stress, we would love to be that dental home for kids, but we're not, you know, we can't do x-rays in the schools and fillings and things like that. So we still are, one of our main goals is still to connect these kids and families to care. Um, so we, it's a great extra thing, but we don't ever want to replace their regular visits to the dentist and getting that full comprehensive care in a dental setting as well. And is it just a certain grade that you do or is it all kids K we through do, 12 or like what, what kids do you see? So most all of our schools are, if they have early childhood or 4k preschool through 12th grade. So we see all grades. In our daycares, any child is eligible there as well. I mean, we have some that just had their first tooth at six months old or, you know, older kids that are there because school's closed today or something. So, I mean, we see a wide range of little, little kids to 17, 18 years old in high school ready to graduate. So any age in between is eligible to sign up in our schools. And uh, how does a school, like, how do you connect with a school? So with the Children's Health Alliance and Department of Health and Human Services being involved, they keep lists of schools that are interested in services or need services, already have services. So if there is a school that reaches out, they will connect with us and say, you know, this school is interested. Can you reach out? A lot of our schools we approached when we started back in 2010 and 11 and just said, you know, this is our program. This is what we want to do. Is it something you're interested in? And majority of the schools in our rural areas are so happy to have somebody coming in and, you know, doing that preventative care, helping families find care. So it's kind of a a mix of a school reaching out saying, hey, we want you to come and see us or us reaching out and saying, hey, we have this availability of services. Would you be interested? So it's we have really good relationships with a lot of our schools. So every year, you know, if if we're not reaching out by July or August, they're reaching out saying, hey, are you, you know, when are you coming? When are we getting forms? Uh-huh. So it's nice that way, you know. So, yeah, we, we actually see most of our schools in our regions already. Most of them are participating with us. So And our region's big. It is. I... I think our dental outreach program sees, I think it's 23 counties and I don't even remember. I don't even remember the number of schools, to be honest. I, I 23 counties, 264 schools in 75 districts. Man. So we cover, you know, I mean, if you look at a map from the Minnesota border to the Michigan border and the lake border, 
Well, there's what, 72 counties in Wisconsin, so we have right. a, a third of them. Yep. More or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. it's like the top half of the state. It is. It is. Quarter. Yep. Top third. Our dental outreach program here at North Lakes is actually the biggest sealess mile program in the state of Wisconsin. Wow. So we see the most kids and cover the most area geographically. Man. And uh, how many people do we have? To, I mean, off, this is, I'm throwing you for a loop here, you but are. like, I mean, but like, <laughs> I mean, it's several, we like, do so several people we employ to do this. Correct. Correct. So our teams, um, like I said earlier, consist of one hygienist and one dental assistant. And in my area in Lakewood, we have three teams. So we employ six. And then there's also teams in Eau Claire. There's teams in Birchwood. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know where they're all based. <laughs> I mean, and that's just a testament to how big it is. It I mean, is. you know, like, and I, I couldn't tell you either. I work in Ashland and I know uh, uh, Jamie Cook. Yeah. She's up there. Yeah. That's uh, I hope she doesn't mind. I'm using her name. <laughs> but I mean, I know there's one based out of there. Yeah. It seems yeah. like every pocket... Every little, uh, every North, not little, but every North Lake clinic you go to, there's like a little room that like, right. oh, that's the dental outreach folks. And they're not <laughs> usually there in the day, but there's like, right. you know, huge boxes of toothbrushes around and it's like, <laughs> exactly. that's, that's our, if your we're supply. not there, our supplies are there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you make this connection with the school mm-hmm. um, and, and then what happens? So we make our connection um, and there's, you know, the back end of administrative signing of agreements and things like that. Um, We provide the schools with permission forms for all of their students. Um, So it's they have the option. Parents have the option of signing their children up on a old school permission form like they probably get for other things. Or there's actually um, an online consent form as well. A website they can log into, put their child information in, select their school region, that kind of thing. Uh, so simply parents have to fill out that permission form. They do have the option of saying yes and no. You know, It's not anything that they have to do because their school participates. So some parents say yes, some say no, send their permission form back to school. We collect them, gather all the information, make our list of kids, and then we schedule visits to come into the school. Uh, most schools are three visits a year or per school year. And we try to come every two or three months. We schedule those with a contact at the school and get them in the calendar and then just roll on in with all of our stuff. <laughs> and so good to know, like, you know, that, but that kids aren't, this isn't mandatory or anything like that. Right. It's like yep. parents definitely have a choice about definitely, it. Definitely. Definitely. And so what, where do you set up? Like, I'm like envisioning like you're in a gym or a, like a school, like what, where, what, Every what do they, school what, is different. Yeah. Like what, what do you, um, where do you see? I mean, we are on stages, you know, where they hold their Christmas concerts. We are in conference rooms, supply rooms, like art supply rooms. Some schools are lucky enough to have an empty classroom that they use for, activities like seal a smile and other things so sometimes we have a full classroom too we always tend to spread out when we have a lot of room because we sometimes have very little room um, but every school is different some like you said some have a gym that they don't use if they have a you know a big gym a small gym so it's really versatile that way I mean if you have a conference room a classroom some sort of empty space that can fit a dental chair and air compressor and things like that we typically can make it work ah, so like the i know it's not a tour bus but i'm just envisioning like you know like a band on tour but it's it a, feels a band, like it when we band, haul everything in yeah so you wheel up mm-hmm. load up set this up and then then there's just a line of kids out the door and we go it's 
The nice thing about being in the school is we do our best to work around school schedules. So if, you know, the first graders have something really important they need to do in the morning, we'll go to a second grade classroom. But we have our list that we compile from the permission forms that we collect. We go right to their classroom, take a couple students at a time. And then, you know, one is in the chair and we see them and one will wait outside the door or something like that. And the flow, a lot of schools, they always kind of laugh and say, we don't even know you're here. Like you, we, we sign you in in the morning and it's like you do your thing and you're gone at the end of the day. We tend to try to make it very easy on the school that we don't, you know, we're not an extra thing on their plate today or a thorn in their side while they're there, while we're there. So we just kind of filter through kids depending on when they're available and, you know, work around lunches and all that kind of stuff. So we just go and get the kids we need and they, it's nice seeing all the grades because most of the time they recognize us now. Like, <laughs> oh, the dental team is here. Or, you know, are you seeing me today? It's like we're celebrities. Can I come in now? Like, oh, it's not your turn yet. We'll have to wait. But anything to get out of the classroom. <laughs> you know, as they get older, <laughs> that's like the selling point that, you know, oh, well, if I can get out of class three times this year. <laughs> and I mean, that you, uh, I don't feel this way. I always enjoy going to the dentist, but there are mm. some people that have amp- apprehensions about it. Yes. Sometimes kids do. Yes. And sounds like you don't have that. We really don't. Um, a lot of people ask, you know, is it hard working with kids all day? You know, behavior or not wanting to do it. And majority of the children are very compliant. They're excited to come in. They've seen their friends leave the classroom and have a turn. They've seen their friends come back with a new toothbrush or, you know, them chatting about whatever was happening. And it's not as scary, I feel like, when it's in a comfortable setting. It's it's a school they know. You know, there's only a couple of us there. It's not a full staff and the noises that happen in a regular dental office. So it's kind of nice for those kids, especially that are scared of doing it or haven't done it before, just to kind of get that gentle introduction to, you know, this is what we do. Show them, you know, show them the stuff we have. And it's pretty simple, simple, painless procedures. It's quick. So if they haven't done it before, it's a good first experience. If they have done it before and they've been scared, it's like I said, it's painless. So it's nice to get them that good experience that maybe can counteract some of the bad experience that they've had in the past. There isn't that uh, stigma about the dentist. Right, exactly. Because they're, you know, in another classroom in their school. They're in their comfortable space. So, wow. Um, And so what what do you do then? So, like... uh, Kid comes in and let's say that they're in there for the first time. What what is it? What do you do? We when it's just them, it's and two of us. It's pretty you know low key. You know how's your day going? You know try to make that good relationship, make them feel comfortable. We you know oh we're here to count your teeth. We keep it you know pretty simple. We count teeth. We have tooth counters and you know tooth mirrors so we can see. So we talk a little bit about what they're doing at home. Are they brushing? Are they flossing? Talk about healthy foods and snacks and drinks and things like that. Kind of get that one-on-one time education-wise that some kids may or may not know. Go through that. And then we lay our chair back like you would in the dentist, count teeth, and you know chat with them the whole time. It's kind of nice. We're not really on a we have a certain number of kids to see, but we're not on a set schedule. So if someone's apprehensive and it takes a few extra minutes, it's really no big deal. We can show them our instruments and tools that we use. And, you know, we can show them how the 
compressor squirts water or how the straw works. You don't have that here, do you? No. No, you're safe today. Okay. Well, I just, (laughs) if you were showing it off, I might be interested. Anyway, uh, and so that's how you kind of uh, make them feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. What are you actually doing? You're not just counting teeth. No, no. <laughs> and we we do count the teeth. That's and, a good idea, right? <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say we don't do it. Right, we do. Right. Um, so we obviously have, again, our, you know, like dental record and things that we have to chart, you know, if they have an area that looks suspicious that, you know, we should probably have a dentist check out. Maybe it's a cavity. Um, we're looking to see if they have any signs of any possible abscess infections or stuff like that, you know, anything that would warrant an actual dental visit at an office where they need some x-rays and things like that. Uh, We check to see if they have any loose teeth. You know, kids are very into when they have wiggly teeth. So we'll check that, check for any new teeth coming in and things like that. So our fun tooth counting is actually what we call a dental screening exam. So we're checking everything over, making sure there's nothing that would warrant that referral to a dental office and things like that. So, and then at the end of that, we'll usually brush on their fluoride varnish, which again is, you know, we show it to them. It's like a little paintbrush for teeth. We always call it do their fluoride and on they go. And if there is, let's say you do find something that warrants Mm -hmm. uh, further care, how, what happens then? So we have, we call it a dental referral form and it's actually a triplicate copy. So if a child is identified as having some sort of dental need, we fill out this form, you know, their name, birth date, what we saw that looks suspicious. You know, we can circle a tooth that would say possible cavity and things like that. We keep a copy of it. And then we also send a copy of it home with the child. So every time we see a child any child gets a note of just knowing what we did. We always want the parents to know what was done that day. So they'll get that plus this referral form. That way the parent is aware that something suspicious was noted. And then we, our program is really good at our case management piece. So the copy that we keep of that referral form, our dental hygienist, when they get back in the office, will call the parent or the guardian that signed the permission form let them know, you know, we saw Susie today. It looks like she might have a cavity. Do you have a dentist that can check it out? And depending on their answer, if they do, you know, great. You know, we would recommend making an appointment with them. If they don't, that's where our team comes into, you know, what insurance do you have? Um, You know, do you, oh, we don't have insurance. Do you need help paying? We, you know, can talk about sliding fee at North Lakes. We can, you know, if they have Medicaid, we take Medicaid and things like that. So our our case management, obviously our school part is important. Seeing the kids is important. But another really important piece is that case management and getting those families connected with care if they have some sort of barrier to getting there, barrier to paying, if they're not really sure where to go or who takes their insurance. We talk them through that, get them information on where they can go and things like that. So some kids don't get their notes home. So we call parents really? and they're like, no, I didn't get that note. Huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're really thankful to get those calls, you know, just a kind of a heads up to follow up and things like that. So we always notify the parents everything that we do and then let them know if there's anything further that should be done. And is there a, you did talk earlier that there's a way for parents to um, sign the permission slip virtually, do it online. Yep. Yep. Does that, is there a virtual way that parents can check on that? Uh, appointment as well? No, everything as far as what we send home is all paper copy. 
Right. So the kids will get it in their folder. Uh, once they send that electronic permission form through, it'll notify our dental outreach managers that it was filled out. But after that, the parents don't see anything electronically. They would just look for the communication coming home with the kids or the phone call from the hygienist if there's a concern. So there's a follow-up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they know when it happens. And Sometimes assuming that the kid takes the farm home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we were all there once, right? We were. We were. <laughs> and so then um, two or three months later, you come back. Mm-hmm. And, and what, tell me a little, I don't know what the fluoride treatment is. What, what is that? Okay. Did I just say that right? Is yes, that what it you is? you got it. Tell, you got can it. you talk a little bit more about what that sure. is? And yeah, what There's is it? There's a few different ways that dental offices put fluoride on. Uh, we do what we call a fluoride varnish. The nice thing about it, one, it's really easy. We simply take, it literally looks like a small, like watercolor paintbrush. Um, fluoride or the fluoride varnish is kind of like a thicker toothpaste. We put it on this brush, simply paint it on the teeth. Um, So the kids think it's fun. We're painting teeth. And that fluoride varnish is there to help strengthen the teeth, help prevent cavities. If any teeth are maybe a little bit weak already because of lack of brushing or something at some point, it'll help strengthen up those weaker parts of the tooth. So just a nice extra preventative layer of protection to help keep all these teeth healthy, whether they're baby teeth, adult teeth or any of them. So we paint it on. The teeth don't really look any different. It's white like teeth. You sometimes can kind of see a little bit of it on, but the nice thing is, is it will brush off. Um, And the nice thing with this varnish too, is kids can eat and drink. That was kind of a, you know, every kid's concern, you know, can I eat? I, you know, snack is in 25 minutes. Can I? So kids can eat and drink after these fluoride varnish applications. The only thing we ever ask is like nothing super sticky. So don't eat, you know, fruit snacks afterwards or chew on bubble gum or stuff like that. So their day can go on as normal after the application of it. You're not passing out caramel. After no, that. <laughs> no caramels. <laughs> and so that's And so what are I hate to just do like a generalization, but like, what are the kids usually coming in? I mean, you must see like perfect teeth all the, like the whole spectrum. We do. We do. Some kids, you know, come in and, you know, their teeth are clean, shiny, you know, you can tell, you know, they've been to the dentist, they've had dental care, you know, maybe they, um, already have sealants on some of their teeth and things like that. And then we also see the other end of the spectrum where they, you know, need that referral or have signs of infection and things like that. So it's kind of a fun thing about dental outreach. Some days you never really know what your day is going to look like because every day is different kids, different ages and things like that. So you never know what you're going to see or what you're going to hear from kids. So yeah, it's, you can, see anything across the whole spectrum and i i guess i just shouldn't say well this is an obvious question but why is it important to take care of teeth it is for a lot of reasons and some of the obvious ones you know teeth are important for chewing your food and your smile and talking and things like that uh one we one thing we run into a lot because we see a lot of young kids is taking care of baby teeth while well, they're just baby teeth kind of conversation and 
all of our teeth are important for holding space. So if a tooth, a baby tooth has a cavity and has to be removed, that tooth is important for holding the space for the adult tooth that has to grow in in its place. And if that tooth is removed too early, other teeth can shift and then the adult teeth can have trouble growing in. Um, So, you know, losing baby teeth too early can affect the growing in of the adult. You could be looking at braces. You could be, you know, looking at those kind of things. And just having cavities in your mouth is, you know, having bacteria and things like that. So having cavities on any of your teeth put the rest of them at risk because you have that bacteria in your mouth. So it's important for your mouth. It's important for your overall health, too. Your mouth connects to the rest of your body. So if you have infection issues and such in your mouth, it can affect your overall health as well. So it's an important part of overall health. Okay, I'll brush. (laughs) thank you (laughs) sold yeah and it's as you said you're not just it's not just once a year thing you're there like a couple two or three times a school year yep yep. so if a kid misses they're absent that day there's going to be another opportunity yes yep there is and if they're you know absent you know we make note of it in their chart we make sure they still get their toothbrush and things like that we'll leave it with the teacher or bring it back the next time but that is a nice thing about it so if you know somebody's out sick or somebody's on vacation or something at one of the visits chances are you know we're going to have two more chances to catch up with them throughout the school year uh fantastic um so are there have you have parents um you know are they are they any that are like a little leery of the program or what are like what what are some parents concerns that you could answer right now um if there are maybe they're not there are some (laughs) there are some and we Some parents are concerned, well, you know, we already go to the dentist. Should we do this? You know, and our answer always to them, it's it's a preventative measure. We never, you know, we like we said before, we're not a dental home. We don't want to take them from their dentist. We want them to continue that care. Um, You know, so it's definitely, you know, we would tell them it's just another layer of protection for their teeth. You know, another chance for them to talk about taking care of their teeth, another oral health education time. And so we always talk about things like that. Another parent concern is, you know, they go to the dentist and they just had fluoride. And we have, parents have the option of opting in or out of that. We have parents that'll write on the top, you know, no fluoride, please, which totally fine. We make a note in our chart and on our schedules that those kids don't need fluoride or just had it. So if there's a concern as far as receiving fluoride, parents are welcome to just write a note. Um, on the permission form or there's a notes box on the virtual permission form as well where they can indicate you know no fluoride please so if a concern is you know receiving that parents are welcome to make the note Um, parents sometimes worry too like if our program is completely free so I think some parents are kind of you know is it really free (laughs) you know like is there really you know so some parents will ask that you know is there is there a charge you know is something going to pop up later and it's you know no it's completely free of charge to the family free of charge to the school you know so those are some of the concerns that we run across and our numbers are on our forms too so if parents ever have a question or concern they're always welcome to call or email too if they ever have a question so there may be um an expense down the road if you were to find something that they needed a further referral it wouldn't be through this program correct, it would be with correct. that right if they have you know a possible cavity that needs a filling or something you know then at that point that's between them and the dental provider and things like that but us coming in doing the school visits doing the fluoride applications doing the sealants no charge to schools or families 
Right. And, and, and that's uh, from the state of Wisconsin? That's where that funding comes from? Yep. Oh, yep. Neat. We are able to bill uh, Forward Health, Badger Care, Medicaid, whichever you prefer to call it. So if a child is covered by that program, we can bill that. Hmm. Um, but if somebody has private insurance or no insurance, there's no you know extra bill going to them because we have nothing to bill. So there's no bills that ever go out to the families when the school happen, school visits happen. And it sounds like if there are any questions at all, you're just, you're there. There's mm-hmm. a phone number. Yep. And on that um, virtual uh, permission slip, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that there's a way to contact you as well if there's questions. Yep. Yep. And we have really good relationships with all of our schools as well. So I, you know, if parents had a question or wondered how to get in contact, if they get in touch with their school too, all the schools know how to get in touch with us and, you know, can always get us information and stuff as well. So there's quite a few avenues if anybody ever needed to get through to us for a question, we're available in those ways. You answered all my calls very promptly. (laughs) Good. I try. (laughs) I guess they were emails. And um, so, and here's another, like, I did, I'm going to admit that Ashley and I did talk a little bit before about what we were going to talk about. And I so, like to be prepared. Yes. So, sorry, here's a question I didn't oh, prepare you for. Okay. Um, homeschooling, is there an option for people who homeschool their kids? Or if are maybe at a school that doesn't participate to somehow get involved in the program? We have had, especially with COVID, we've had some families that are homeschool or homeschooling became more prevalent, I guess, during COVID. Um, And some of our schools, most of our schools sent forms on to those families as well. And those families had the option of bringing their kids in. Like we would kind of schedule a time like Wednesday morning from eight to nine, if you want to bring your child in for this program, and then they could bring them in. So schools are really good at communicating a lot of that with any of their homeschooled families. Um, And again, they have the option whether they want to sign up and bring them in or not. And the three visits is still offered to them as well. Hmm. Uh, we have never really run into an incident where there's a kid at a school that doesn't have a program but wants to be seen. Um, we have had you know parents that are interested in the program and then go to their school board or a principal or administrator and say, you know, hey, you know, ABC school is doing this. Can we do this too? And, you know, they've contacted us and said, you know, is that something we can add on? Um, and then again, we go and have the conversation, let them know what we do and go on from there. So homeschooled children do have that option. And if they don't, parents don't see a form again, they can get in touch with the school, uh, school nurses or school secretaries, and they all have permission forms and information about our dates. So if there is a family, I would always encourage them just to touch base with their school and they can get them the information. Okay, so if someone, let's say, is listening to this and their child, their school doesn't participate, is there a website or something that they could look up or how would they maybe make a connection? So there is, well, one, our North Lakes Community Clinic website does have a dental outreach tab. NLCCWI.org. <laughs> Put that little plug in yes, there. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they can go on there. There's a dental outreach page in there that has our phone number and our email address that way. Um, so they can always get right in touch with us. There is also a website for the program as a whole through Children's Health Alliance of Wisconsin. They have a Seal Smile page that talks about it statewide, you know, like the contacts at the state for school participation and who is 
funded through them and things like that. So, you know, broadly for the whole state, they could always go to Children's Health Alliance of Wisconsin or check out our North Lakes information to get in touch. And is it wrong for me to assume that most schools are already participating? No, most. And I, I don't want to give any wrong information, but majority of our schools in our regions are participating in some, you know, in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah. And there are a couple we have over the years where we've kind of slowly started expanding with private schools and things like that as well. So there is definitely some room for expansion, but all of our, pretty much all of our public schools, um, daycares and those kind of things are all already having services. So, you know, if somebody isn't aware, you know, check with your school, we might be there and maybe permission forms aren't getting home or, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I don't know why here's a little bit of my story that you don't necessarily need to hear, but it's part of this question. (laughs) So I used to, in one of my roles here at North Lakes, I used to be really involved in HIPAA. Okay. So I like, how do you deal with that in this program? So HIPAA is the program. It's a uh, the just patient privacy, like so in yep. general, how do you deal with a patient privacy? So our permission forms, like we said, they do get collected typically by the school, and then we collect those forms, and we make a essentially a spreadsheet of the kids that we have to see. We don't like to carry the full permission forms with names and addresses and all that information. So we kind of get all of that information put into like our electronic dental records before we go to the school. That way everything is secured in an electronic, like an official electronic dental record. That way we don't have, you know, the chance of dropping papers, losing papers, things like that. Um, so everything, you know, is kept that way. We use just our list of kids versus having all those forms. When kids come in and see us, we have just them in our chair, you know, so other kids aren't, you know, leaving and saying, oh, hey, you know, they told Johnny he had a cavity, Mm -hmm. you know, so within the school we do, you know, keep an eye on that as well. So there isn't a bunch of kids listening in that way. Um, and then as far as case management wise, you know, we have names of whoever signed the form. So parent guardian. So we always, if we're calling, we always verify, you know, is this, this child's mom or dad or, you know, that kind of thing. So everything is pretty much kept, you know, within our electronic dental records, there's conversations just between that parent and us. If the person on the phone identifies that they're not on the form, then, you know, we leave a message or call back again. So, that way, everything's pretty secure. So all the stuff you do in the clinic. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, of course, I don't know. That's funny that I ask a HIPAA question. But I, <laughs> I guess that is, I, you know, we're trying to do this so parents know more about the program. Mm-hmm. But they should rest assured that uh, everyone's privacy is well taken care of. Yep. And we have, uh, like, our uh, spreadsheets that we take to the schools. We carry them all in, like, locked bank bags. So they're key access that just the hygienist and the assistant can access. So everything, even in transport, is secured that, you know, if something were to, no papers or lists are going to blow out the window on our drive kind of thing. Okay. So nice. everything's secured. And um, so so that's kind of the school part of the program. Mm-hmm. But is dental outreach more than that? It's so, not just schools, right? No. So we also go to daycares and Head Starts. And they run pretty similar there as well. So same, you know, permission forms go out 
and come back and we offer the same services there. Uh, so we do a lot of our local daycares, Head Start programs. And then I'd mentioned earlier the WIC offices as well. And their WIC offices are always kind of nice because the parent is there too. So we can always, you know, reiterate home care and things like that. So in the daycare and the WIC setting, we do, we don't offer sealants, but we do do the fluoride and the education and things like that. Kids still get their toothbrush and those sort of things. So pretty much runs the same way. We have a little bit less equipment in those settings just because we don't need like air compressors or water and things like that. So, you know, that's even a little bit more comfortable. If kids are nervous, we have them, you know, sit in a daycare chair next to us and, you know, we sit on the floor and count their teeth or whatever is comfortable for the littles when they're that small. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it, it pretty much runs the same exact way. Permission form, we make a list, come back, hang out with the kids for a little while and... And everyone has beautiful teeth. Yes, we try, we try. And nursing homes, do you go there as well? We do have some programs that go into nursing homes as well. And those programs, they actually take a dentist with as well. They're able to do some basic restorative care fillings and things like that right on site. Um, Many of our nursing home patients, it's difficult for them to travel. It's difficult for them to get into the clinic and things like that. So we bring that basic care to them you know if they again if they need a referral or have some sort of bigger issue then we can take care of in that setting you know we'll work on finding where we can get them how we can get them there but then we actually have a dentist so they can do that restorative or small filling care right on site and that's the same program you'll still take that mobile equipment in and yep yep (laughs) that equipment is a little bit bigger just because we have you know, handpiece drills and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much the same. You know, we come in with bags and we build chairs and <laughs> I, I got to come see it. Sometime. I, <laughs> come I really, check it out. I, I, I want to, <laughs> it is, it's a lot of people in a lot of schools when we were new said the same thing. Like, what is this going to look like when you make my school a dental office? <laughs> right. Right. And so like, what do you do with the trash? <laughs> I, I'm a silly question, no, but I mean, no, like, no. I'm like, what do you like? I'm- so all of these stuff or all of the, you know, the mirrors and our tooth counters that we use, everything is disposable. So we don't have anything, you know, we don't have to worry about autoclave sterilization, that kind of stuff. Most all of our garbage is, you know, like paper type product, like napkin um, gets tossed in the garbage. We don't do anything bloody, so we don't ever have to worry biohazard wise um so you know plastic chair covers go in the garbage napkins go in the garbage our mirrors go in the garbage because they're disposable Mm. and we have our tooth counter has does have a metal tip so we take a sharps container just to toss them in but otherwise at the end of our day we tie our garbage up um the school staff custodians usually it disappears out of our room at some point at night and we make them another bag of trash the next day. So yeah, it all just gets tossed. Wow. What are some other things? Like, is there, what am I missing? Like, it seems like that's a, those are the kind of the obvious questions you like. I don't think we talked about what sealants are. That's one thing that parents a lot of times ask. And here's like, that's my bias. Like I just thought fluoride. 
No, okay, it's two what's different a, What's a sealant? So we mentioned the fluoride varnish earlier, and mm-hmm. we do that at all three of our school visits. So the children are eligible for three visits or three fluoride applications through the year. And then at one of those three visits, we also offer dental sealants. And when we explain it to the kids, because kids, you know, they don't know what that is. We always tell them it's like a special covering on their back teeth that fill in the grooves or the wrinkles of the tooth. So it's a sealant is white like teeth. It's not like a silver filling or anything like that. Many people don't even see them because they're tooth colored. And the sealant's job essentially is to be a coating to fill in those grooves of the back teeth. Those grooves are really small and, you know, they have microscopic pictures that toothbrush bristles don't fit in those grooves. So a lot of cavities on back teeth start on those chewing surfaces. So essentially it just kind of fills those grooves in with this tooth colored sealant. So less bacteria and less germ stick, which mean less chances for cavities. So it's like a porch, like a varnish. Kind of, yeah. Like it just yep. like covers it to protect it. Yep. So it fills in those grooves. Great thing. It's completely painless. There's no needles. There's no drills. Hmm. We pretty much, you know, we clean the tooth off with a toothbrush, dry, have to keep the tooth dry, painted on, and, and that's it. So it's not numbing. It's not drilling. You know, we're not removing any tooth surface. So it's just another extra preventative layer to preventing cavities on those back teeth. Some dentists do do them on baby teeth, but our program is geared towards just on the adult molars. So once they start hitting, you know, four, five, six years old, they probably have some of those molars that we can do sealants on. All well, kids. tell me, well, how did you get, like, what made you get involved with this? You said you've been doing it for a long <laughs> I time. Have, I you have. You must really like it. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be my 11th year doing this program. And I kind of laugh when people ask me that question. Because back in 2011, when I took this position, I was just going to do it till I found something else. <laughs> so Still looking? <laughs> I'm not looking. <laughs> no. I love doing this program. <laughs> I, um, I didn't really think it was what I would want to do, you know, hauling, you know, hauling heavy equipment and, you know, seeing kids all the time. But hauling the equipment with the carts and the wheels really isn't that big of a deal. And I just love doing it, seeing the kids you know, now that we've seen them for so many years, they recognize you and, you know, we recognize them and they tell us about new brothers and sisters and what they did over the summer. So I love doing it. And I'm glad that I haven't ever found anything better than dental outreach because it's just so fun and rewarding to see the kids and talk to families. And they're thankful that they had help finding care or breaking down those barriers that they needed. And it's, it's a very rewarding program to be part of. Awesome. I love it. And what, like in that 10 years or so that you've been doing it, has there been any big, like, uh, I'm going, I'm going to go back to the gear, any like technical changes that made the job easier or. We, uh, yes. So when I first started, I was actually with Northern health centers. So which was that, and that was out of Lakewood Lakewood. Yeah. And that's what we merged together. Correct. North, okay. Correct. So when we merged with North lakes, I continued on with the program which has been great because we were able to grow the program. We used to not be able to see all grades just staffing wise. So now we can offer it to more. So, you know, the size of the program in our area has grown tremendously since, you know, I only saw second and sixth grade in two counties when I first started. And now I'm seeing all grades and, you know, I think it's seven counties in my immediate region. 
So it definitely has grown. Um, some of the processes obviously changed with mergers and things like that. But with having dental assistance and having Children's Health Alliance and Department of Health and Human Services on board, it, you know, it's it's really not too difficult on the back end. We have an assistant to help. You know, they have a state-run program where we put our data in that they the at the state level built for us to put all that data in so we don't have to, you know, do spreadsheet style data collection wise. So yeah, it's, there hasn't really been too much shift as far as how we do things. Just the size of what we do has changed a lot since my first time. Nice. And how often do you brush your teeth? Twice a day. Yes. And morning floss? And I, I do every night I floss. Yeah. Feels good, doesn't it? It does. You it never. Does. Once in okay, a great then, never mind. We I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into detail about that. <laughs> right, not, I just can't get out. Um, so I have one last question for you. Um, what's in your car right now? Mm-hmm. Well, right now I have the work van, and it is filled with probably ten portable dental chairs <laughs> and forty-six boxes of permission forms that we have to get out to all of our schools in the next couple of weeks. So permission forms and dental equipment. Right. Okay. (laughs) What about your own car at home? My own car has a car seat for my toddler. I have a four-year-old at home. So his car seat is in there. And who knows what snacks are probably buried underneath it. (laughs) And, you know, the usual umbrella and extra change of toddler clothes and things like that. Nothing really exciting. Okay. Well, that is exciting. (laughs) Ashley Goreshko. Thank you so much for doing this. It's been a pleasure talking awesome. to you. Thanks for having me. I am I hope this gets some more information out about our program and hopefully answers anybody's questions that we have. And like we said, can always get in touch if there's further questions. Excellent. Well, thanks again and have a have a good ride home. Thanks. You too. And if you're ever up, you know, stop and see us in Ashland sometime. I'll have to do that. I haven't been up to Ashland yet, so I'll have to make it a point. I know. It's like we're so far away. I know. So, I mean, and it's, it's not like a, a whole bad... other world. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, and uh, yeah. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Ashley. I've always wanted to know more about how dental outreach does what it does. And now I just need to go see firsthand how those chairs get set up. North Lakes Community Clinic is located in 13 locations throughout the northern third of Wisconsin. We provide a wide variety of services to people of all ages and see them regardless of their ability to pay, be it private insurance, no insurance, Medicaid or Medicare. Call us for more details at 888-834-4551. I'm Jeremy Oswald, today's host for the North Lakes podcast and I'm in the marketing department. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a message telling us what's in your car and let a friend know about what you've heard. We'd be very grateful. We have a vibrant website with lots of information, including how to schedule an appointment, pictures of all our providers, what services we offer, and where our clinics are located. That web address is nlccwi.org. nlccwi.org. Thanks for listening to the North Lakes podcast. We really appreciate your time and hope you have a great day.